Welcome to another episode of Reformation Roundtable. My name is Joe Stout, and it is my pleasure to bring you the audio from the discussion that took place on Thursday, March 11th, between several men and a young lady, my daughter Ava was there as well, uh, about the church plant that is coming along here in Lewis County. Reformation Roundtable, of course, is seeking to plant a Reformed church in Lewis County, and we're getting very, very close. And so the following audio is a lot of nuts and bolts uh, conversation about what this church plan is going to be doing. We talk about finances. Uh, we talk about tithing. We talk about a possible pastoral candidate. We talk about uh, elder qualifications, specifically elder qualifications as it relates to children who believe and maybe adult children who don't believe. Does that disqualify you or not? There's a great conversation that happens there. Um, also along that, along this uh, discussion, we um, finish off with uh, quite a long discussion on the bylaws. Uh, we're continuing up that conversation on the bylaws as well as we discuss church names. So there's lots and lots of stuff in this uh, discussion night. I hope you enjoy it, and I hope you join us in this. If you'd like to know more, go to lewiscounty.church. You can find out the, uh, there's an events tab. It'll show you when our next event is. There's also a contact tab where you can uh, send us your contact inf information, and we'll uh, answer any questions that you might have. There you can find all 37 discussions that we've had thus far. This is number 37. Uh, you can see all the discussions that we've had up to this point, and you can kind of get a little bit more acquainted with who we are and what we're all about. We hope you join us, and we hope that you enjoy the following discussion. All right, well, let's go ahead and open us up. for. Uh, let's, let's get started. I know Andrew's got about an hour, and uh, we'll, we'll try to keep things the same tonight uh, anyway. So. Mm -hmm. Dad, you want to open us up in prayer? Gracious Father, we thank you and praise you for um, who you are and um, what you, your work upon the cross. And um, we thank you that you have not left us to ourselves, that you have chosen to, um, to redeem us and to uh, call us unto your own. We thank you for this opportunity tonight just once again to um, build upon the, this church plant. We thank you that um, we, and, we, and we trust that your spirit is in the midst of all that we're doing. Um, we ask that you would um, continue to guide us, uh, get us back on track when we get off, uh, when we stray off or get off on the wrong path. And we pray that all that we say and do would bring glory and honor to you tonight. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. 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 Um, I had uh, three kind of big, well, not three things, four things, but uh, obviously we've got the bylaws discussion, um, and the bylaws discussion is kind of an ongoing thing, but um, we, as I said in that, that last email I sent out about four, we do need to wrap it up, at least with our first, with our first, um, I, I don't want to call it a draft, but our, but our first, um, uh, set of bylaws and, and revisions are obviously things that can can come come down the down the line um, for us to go into official Lord's Day worship. But we do need those bylaws. So all that to say that we will we will definitely talk about bylaws uh, as we get further into the night. Um, I thought I'd start off with something that was kind of neat. Um, I I uh, sent an email to uh, Hatch about um, 
the question that came up on Sunday night, uh, for those of you who weren't there, the question was um, those who um, have children who, you know, the, the requirement of children believing. What exactly is that in the kind of nuts and bolts? So if you are, you know, your children are long gone and they decide to apostatize, does that disqualify you? Or what came up also is if you come to the faith long after your children are gone and they didn't grow up in the faith, um, what would what was what's the implication of that? Are you disqualified? Um, and so he set he disqualified from eldership. From eldership, yes. Eldership. From yeah. eldership, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so he he sent me back. I, I kind of formatted a little bit to uh, to make just so it'd be easy. I thought you guys could take take one of these home and share it with your family if um, if this was something that had come up. That was maybe it was. I mean, there was some strong there was some strong whiskey on Sunday night because it was a tough chapter. I think it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Metaphorical wisdom. Oh, okay. um, and uh, and so I think this this could be really helpful. I thought I thought Dave was very gracious in it, um, and I I just was gonna read through it if that's okay with you guys. Well, and, and then and that way we can kind of discuss it if we if we have anything that anything that we uh, have maybe issues with on that, and uh, you can have you have that then. Um, you and I can share. Uh, so the question, the first question was, if adult children walk away from God after they leave the household, is dad disqualified from the office of elder? And he says, if by adult, you mean an 18-year-old who leaves home and the faith on the same day, then nope, dad's not qualified and something's up. If by adult, you mean a 35-year-old who, for example, just left his wife in faith, chucking the whole thing, then maybe dad is qualified. Probably need to talk with the dad and his son and find out if there's any connection to how he was raised. Maybe something comes out, maybe not. What you are looking for is faithful children in a well-governed home by a dad who knows what it means to be the covenant head of that home and takes full responsibility. Um, I'm just going to go on to the next one and we can discuss the whole thing. Question number two. If late in life a man converts and starts following the Lord, but his grown children who didn't grow up in the faith are still unbelievers, is he disqualified from the office of elder? In your second scenario, the answer is, in your second scenario, this would be different. He didn't raise his children to be, be believers, and they aren't. I would be interested in his relationship with them now, his attempts at reconciliation and or gospel evangelism with them, and their response, which might show what kind of dad he was in the past. I would go slow in bringing this man as a new believer on to be an elder, but I could see it as a possibility. Then he helped, had this really helpful thing at the end. Two other things, lots of men who are not qualified to be elders due to children falling away or other issues, can still serve, teach, shepherd, mentor, care for church members in a number of non-official ways, and should. And that leads me to the second thing. Men who are qualified to be elders will already be doing these things because they care for the sheep. Look for those men who are already eldering, that is, shepherding. Um, I thought that was helpful in, in clarifying some things, but I'd love to hear what you guys think on that. That's kind of his theme, is that look for a man who is already elder. And he said that, he's said that several times, which I really like. That's a good yeah. statement. Well, now, I like the fact that it's just like, it's just, in, in something like this, not just a yes, yep, yeah, fine, yeah, or no, it's, well, let's talk about it. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, let's figure things out. I, I wonder if some of this has to do with, like, you set the bar to a point where a person, if they have a compulsion to be an elder or they feel compelled, that they're actually asking the question about it. Mm -hmm. Whereas a person who's kind of 
you know, on the fence, their fence riding on it, it's like a question like, you know, a chapter like what came up would turn them away. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm not going to touch that, right? But somebody yeah. who's still sort of persevering and going, hey, no, actually, you know, I really, I really do want this. And, you know, I feel like, you know, there's, you know, there's some ways that I can, uh, that God has shown grace on me and mm-hmm. I can justify, yeah. you know, that, that not necessarily that I'm an exception, but that I actually fall into this category of being right. able to be an elder. Yeah. So, so who considered himself the chief of sinners? Paul. Paul. Who was an apostle? Paul. So there's a lot that can be gleaned from that position. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? I don't think there's any argument that we still sin, you know, that we don't. You know, it's, right. it's not so, I think, a matter of whether we ever sin at all. But more so, you know, what kind of care are we taking mm-hmm. in, in our in our families, in our church circles, in our in our faith? Yeah. And I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. Me. Uh, elders, what are married? I didn't ask him on that one. Okay. Uh, I will. I'll ask him on that one. That that is um, that's a great question, and I was got a little myopic there in my yeah. <laughs> little television. You mentioned Paul. Kind of ironic, he's an apostle, but some people would say he shouldn't be an elder, which is kind of <laughs> wow, <laughs> because he's not married. Yeah. yeah, I don't think that that necess- I don't think that being married is a requirement for eldership. If you look look at it, no, I think it's like a maximum, like a speed limit, like one wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah. You can have less. Yeah. You can have less, but not more. No more. Blow your roll, dude. That 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 just maybe you um, maybe you listened to the the last Thursday night discussion, but that did come up, and so I was I was supposed to ask him about that. I apologize, Dean. I got distracted by this other question. Yeah. <laughs> so I will I will ask him that. But I, but I, I think I agree. I think I agree with it that with you there. Um, you know, in the biblical eldership, they talk about this first among equals in, uh, idea of like the pastor being kind of the one that is. You know, like we know Dave Hatcher is one of the elders at Trinity, and we know there's other elders, but we might not quite know who they are as well, or we certainly aren't working with them as much because he's kind of the first guy; he's the front line. But he's he's equal with the other with the other elders, and I think probably uh, I'm I'm kind of spitballing a little bit here, but uh, I think probably if you had a guy that was unmarried and was an elder, there would be certain things that he would be first in in terms of how he. You know how he elders, and he wouldn't be leading marriage conferences, and you know that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. He would be probably teaching on parenting as much, but he'd be doing other things that 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 office. It'd be a for. special ministry to single people and the struggles that that's unique to them. That, that makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah. Charles, did you have a question? So you're saying if you if you like struggle in the face the faith, the pastor is like on the front line, so you could go talk to him before the rest of the elders. Yeah, kind of. He's the most. He's the biggest representation. He's the one that kind of everybody sees and knows, and he's oftentimes the one that's getting paid to do it. <laughs> uh, a lot of elders are elders, but most most elders don't get paid. Okay. Les, you were you were going to add something. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say, um, early on in my walk, um, after being born again, I, I I made it a personal policy. I mean, I read my Bible, uh, but I made it a personal kind of a policy for me that I would not uh, ask or request to be an elder. Mm. I would want I would want 
to be approached because people have observed me doing eldering or whatever right. that type of thing. That and that's just a personal thing. I don't sure. think it's anti-biblical to think that way, but I'm just speaking for myself. I, you know, I have my struggles with pride and things like that. And I just said, you know what? If people see a quali qualities in me that meet the qualifications, and think that I might have a sensitivity to, to shepherd the flock, then, and they approach me, then I'll certainly uh, listen to them yeah. and, and pray about it and all of that. So, sure. That was, but, but it is good to aspire. Absolutely. To do that. Absolutely. So there's nothing. No, wrong. you, you yeah. want, you, every, every man should aspire to be, an, to be qualified and to be an el elder-like. Ron sure. and I are already elders, so <laughs> we're, we're good to go. <laughs> no, no aspiring necessary. Yeah, they're they're respiring. <laughs> Barely. It's close to expiring. Uh, Frank, that's a, really, that's a really good point, I think, because I, for for me personally, I don't uh, particularly have a uh, a desire to be in that leadership role necessarily like I just don't I don't necessarily see myself in that spot but the attributes of eldership are ones that should be I find myself as head of my household in an eldership role mm -hmm. right and so in that yeah absolutely keeping mm -hmm. keeping those qualifications there so that way I might lead my family well but from a yeah from like a leadership perspective yeah that's not right. really something that well, it's kind of like when I'm on a hiring committee for our school right now, and one of the requirements of the um, interview is they have to prepare a video lesson, and they have to pr prepare like a 10-minute lesson during the interview. That's the way to start with. And we had to fight to get that, like our administrator wouldn't give us, but like, how are we going to hire someone to teach that we've never seen teach? It didn't seem like it made much sense, and we had to fight for that, you know? And I think the same thing is with eldership, when it talks about looking at their family, you know? Mm -hmm. Now again, if someone's single, you don't you don't have that kind of body of work. If, I mean, mm. that's a weird way to say it, but you don't have that. But you can look at still aspects of their life and how right. they yeah. shepherded themselves, or maybe their friends, or you know, there's there's other things you can look at. But it is there is, you know, when you're considering an eldership position, it's really important to to consider it seriously and to think about. And that's what I love about that that statement that Dave keeps making is. You're making people that are elders that are already eldering. Mm -hmm. So you're looking at their life. You see the way they're eldering their their kid, their family. To see where they're eldering the people around them. Mm -hmm. You know, they're they're already doing the sort of things that you're going to ask them to do officially. You know. So. But you're going to crank it to eleven. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Is Mr. Hatcher saying that um, an eight if an eighteen year old leaves home, then you could still be an elder, but if a thirty five year old leaves home, then then you couldn't be an elder. The opposite. Okay. So if, if you have a if you have a, a son or daughter, if, mm -hmm. if one of you guys left the home and immediately said, "I'm an atheist," and, you know, you uh, renounce the faith, then I would be disqualified because somewhere along the line, I you know I have to take responsibility for what you guys do. That doesn't mean that I'm that doesn't mean that I am guilty of your sin, but it means that I'm responsible for for what you guys do. And there is a point where it's like, okay, dad's. 85 and the son is 65 and it's kind of like okay you know there's it's it's no longer or obviously much younger than that too but early on if there's rebellion in the home dad's responsible for that rebellion he has to he has to own it in terms of like i don't know what i did wrong or maybe he knows exactly what he did wrong 
but he is the captain of that ship. And that's, I'm, I'm speaking, so other people can go ahead and disagree with him. And he's saying, Ava, that if, if, a, if a young man, at, as soon as he turns 18, uh, leaves his home and at the same time leaves the faith, that's a function or, or a symptom or a product of something that's been going on for a long time. And they're going to look at the father, yeah. the head of the household, as to, okay, your son was just biding his time until he could get gone. Mm -hmm. So right. what was going on previous to that? That's kind of, I think, what, yep. what's being said totally there. Agree. And you understand that. That's, okay. that's really only being looked at in, the, in terms of the eldership situation. Obviously, the flock you would be wanting to look at, you know, if you had a situation in the membership of this going yeah. on, too. It's like, oh, uh, yeah, you want to want to check in on that, too. But this is really about a... This is really about qualifying to be an elder, yeah. which again, all of us should aspire to do. So right. it's not like we want to, you know, this that isn't a get out of jail free card to people who are not elders. It's just right. more a matter of like, hey, we're being particularly focused on those. Yeah, and the Bible says, Ava, that if a man can't manage his own household, he's got no business managing the household of God, which is the church. And so that's that's why that requirement's there. He should step down and he should take responsibility for his for his family because his family needs it. So I'll, I'll use myself as an example. So when I was 18, I immediately went off to, to college and was a few thousand miles away in Colorado. And at that point, you know, I, was, I had to make a decision. I go, uh, all right, growing up, this is my parents' faith, and I'm on my own. Is this my faith? Mm -hmm. You know, is this my relationship that I want to continue? And because of what my parents have done for me. I said, yes, I do want to continue. Mm -hmm. But if they hadn't done a good job of instilling that in me, then, then I probably would have fallen away. Mm -hmm. And then that would have reflected on them. Right. And the other thing, too, is as, as the head of household, if you do have that issue and somebody goes and says, comes up and says, uh, hey, Les, you know, have you ever considered being an elder? I'd say, you know, I'm, I, I don't meet the qualification right mm -hmm. now. Yeah. I just, because... You know, you, you don't need to get in details, but if I have a couple kids that are just running and gunning, you go, you know, I, I want to, but right now I've got, to, I've got to deal with what I have going on in my own family. So someone who's sensitive to the lead of the Holy Spirit and all that is going gonna, is gonna to know right now I'm not, I'm not qualified. Mm -hmm. Not I theoretically, I'm just not qualified. Yes, you are. He, well, he's speaking, theor he's speaking I'm, I'm, theoretically. Yeah, I'm just using it as an example. I think there's always the other side, too. I, I reminded us this, this Sunday, but um, we also want someone who is an elder that's having trouble at home to stop being an elder for the sake of their home. Yes. Also. Yeah. We want them to, you know, mm -hmm. like, this is important. you got you got to get your house in order, not so you can be qualified to be an elder again. you got to get your house in order because you need your house in order. This in, is in the household is really important. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> So there is that aspect of it too that we we don't want someone neglecting their family, right? In the sense of you know totally. serving the church. All right. Anything else on children who believe? Obviously, it can be an ongoing discussion, of course. But I really think if you if you think about it, and if, if Sunday night was maybe uh, if if you think maybe Sunday night needed somebody needed some a little bit more explanation, I think this could. I print off a bunch so you guys can take them home, take them and pass them out. And I've got more if you guys want a copy of it too. Um, next thing I'd like to talk about um, is, um, the, yeah, go ahead. I just said, we don't need to talk about it now, but I think the bigger issue for me Sunday night was not the eldership thing, was sure. just the general um, kind of sentiment that if 
your kids are not following the faith, then you should be ashamed of yourself. Kind mm. of that, that whole message. That there's one. There's a paragraph there that I just. I was actually reading out loud, and I stopped reading out loud because I yeah. didn't think my wife needed to hear it. Because um, yeah. my wife already struggles with every time the kids screw up. Yeah. She. It's me. I don't. I'm not a good mother. I don't know how to do this. I don't. You know. Right. And I spend time praying for her and talking to her and saying, "You're a fantastic mother." Are you kidding me? <laughs> um, right. You know. So I just think there was there were some hard words in there that I don't think they were necessarily. I'm struggling with whether they're biblical or not. Mm. But I definitely stopped reading to my wife because I didn't want her to hear. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. So, Sure. Okay. Um, anything else on that before we move to the next thing? Something exciting. <laughs> um, so when Elizabeth and I lived, when Elizabeth and I lived in Spokane, we went to um, the CRC Church in Spokane. That's where we kind of jumped in the deep end of, with all of this. And our pastor at the time was a guy by the name of Yost Nixon. And Yost is now living in Athens, Greece, and he travels all over that area. Um, I think he's in Liberia right now, or maybe he's just got back from Liberia, but, you know, travels all over in that area um, and is trained, it's part of a group called Training Leaders International, which they are really looking at the, the 1040 window that goes through Africa mm-hmm. there where he, he gave me the stats, like for every American, for every one American, for every, like, 300 Americans, I think there's one pastor. You know, if you live in the U.S., it's like, or something like that. You know, maybe it's a 1,000 Americans, there's a church. Or, well, in, in the 1040 window, it's like every 100,000 Africans, there's like a pastor. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and these pastors don't know anything. Like, mm-hmm. they love Jesus, and that's it. <laughs> they just have, they have no training whatsoever. And so so his his role is to go train train these different pastors in, in, the, uh, in the 1040 window. So... He's so is he like setting up conferences that the pastors, pastors are coming to, or is he going to individual churches and training them? Or do you, do you uh, yeah, I think it's more conferences in different large people populations. come together for it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And with COVID, it's it's screwed up a lot yeah. of things for him, but because he's been doing this for several years now. But but anyways, when he was in Ethiopia, um, he met a guy, a young a young guy, um, who and they 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 just kind of struck up a friendship and stayed in touch. And this guy is planting a, a church. He's from the OPC. Orthodox Presbyterian Church, um, but he's uh, he's planting a church right now down in Arizona, and um, I I don't know a lot of the details other than the church plant is is kind of sputtering due to COVID. There's some things that aren't working out, so he's looking for another place to go. Um, and so I have something that um, the CREC calls an MDF, which is a ministerial data form, um, and this is. <laughs> Which is really it's awesome. I love acronyms. Yeah, I know it's it's super good, and I've got I've got four copies because it's very in depth. <laughs> um, and but I'll pass these around. Maybe just uh, take a take a look at take a look at um, just kind of pass these here. But um, but he's uh, his name's Peter. Right now he's living down in Arizona. Um, he's got three kids. He's not yet thirty. He's almost thirty, so he's he's still pretty young. Um, He's got but, no electricity. Well, yeah, I think that's, uh, Yost told me that um, that the, how, the home the church plant gave him doesn't have running water or electricity right now. What? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow. They're roughing it, man. They're roughing it. So anyways, um, I have another it's one here. Church, I guess. So we'll be looking good no matter what. <laughs> right. 
the, um, that so did you see like on a reservation or something? Uh, no, he's he's near, based off of what I can tell, he's near Route 66. Um, is it Williams? It says on the thing there. Uh, well, it says an address, but uh, I just Ash wondered. Fork, Arizona, which I don't know. Yeah. If that was like uh, a trail. We're on a trail. <laughs> <laughs> I, know on the, I know on the res there's a lot of right. right. that could be that way. Yeah. So anyways, this, this is a CREC data form, meaning that it's, they're asking questions that are specific. These are questions maybe the OPC wouldn't ask, uh, but they're questions that the CREC is going to ask because, you know, maybe a, an OPC pastor wouldn't fit well in the CREC. Um, and, and so um, I can email, I, I kind of want to be a little bit careful with the information just because he goes, it's not like he's revealing like um, sensitive, you know, personal banking information or something, but, but it's just, it's, it's like, you know, when you stock someone's Facebook page, it's like that, but on steroids, because he's talking all about, you know, they're asking him all kinds of questions um, that you guys all will find very pertinent. <laughs> um, that I found very pertinent. I stayed up, I read the whole thing last night. It's about 17 pages. Um, and um, I'm, I'm not in any way passing these out so I can say, I think I found us a pastor. But it would be, I think, I, I talked, first I talked with Hatch. I said, hey, are, are we at a point now where we, we should start exploring this? And he said, absolutely. You know, we don't know, we don't know what God's got planned here, but we should definitely explore it. And so in the providence of God, this is, we just need to look at this and pray about it. So I, I don't know anything other than what you guys know there and what I've told you. But, um, but there's some really good stuff in here that you can read about. And uh, even if we end up, um, even if we end up not even having an interview with him, It'll, it gives us a good flavor for the kind of um, questions we should be asking and the kinds of things we should care about. Um, Yost said that he, um, he spent 10 days with him in Ethiopia, and he said he can totally vouch for him. Um, but he said, don't feel any pressure at all. He's like, um, uh, you, could, you guys don't even have to, you don't even have to interview him. But, but he just wanted to pass along the information. So. Hey, his, his book list is Narnia, Tolkien, and... Um, Pilgrim's Sweet. Progress. Yeah, all right. He's, he's, he's in my, he's he's my fan club here. <laughs> <laughs> he's looking to reread Ward Smith by Douglas Wilson and also uh, Basic Economics by yeah. Ward Smith and, yeah, and Thomas Sowell. Let's what we're using. I was just going to ask has, um, on any informal or formal level, has there been uh, word put out to the CREC community that? On an informal back. level, yes. Okay. I think the formal level will go out once we become a mission church. Okay. Um, but I think in an informal way, it's like, hey, these people are oh, okay. these people are working on this. So if you got any guys that are looking for for pastor, they're they're, they're going to be looking. So. And so, and what's the problem with the church he's in right now with this? Yost, we'd have to ask him. Uh, no. Yost didn't say anything other than COVID kind of really derailed their efforts down there. Um, so. I, I don't know anything. And then he talks a little bit about, sounds like there's, um, sounds very rural. Um, you know, Route 66 is no longer the, the uh, buzzing highway that it once was. I, well, I mean, I think a lot of, I'm sorry. Yeah, you got me. He got me too. I was like, you've been going to Arizona? Lot, to read there. There's a ton to read, and so, um, so I'll, I'll forward it to you guys if, you, if, you, if you'd rather have a, or I can just print you one off before you leave. I, I just kind of want to be 
I just want to be careful with it, that's all. Um, if you guys want a copy, I'll print, I'll print off another five copies before, uh, before you can go home tonight. So. Um, but anyways, it was just kind of like, wow, that's yeah, awesome. That's, that's cool. really cool, even if it doesn't go anywhere. Because Yost's other idea was that we steal Hatch's son, Tyler. Have him I already asked that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you said Dave told you no, nothing happened. I just said, "What's your your son? Is he sounds like he's looking to?" He goes, "He's not going anywhere." Like, All right, just ask him. <laughs> then he kind of followed up with, "Well, you know, I mean, someday he might be looking for it, but you know, yeah, it's, it's pretty much kind of like no." Hey, Papa Bear. And I wasn't really even asking. I was just kind of like, "What's your son's future? He's not going anywhere." I'm like, okay, okay, I'm not, not just. <laughs> yeah. Um, anything, anything you guys want to chat about as far as um, the uh, possible pastoral applicant? Obviously, there'll be more to talk about, you know, next week when we have a chance to read through it. Or not. What do, uh, I guess you know, not wanting to pass up, you know, at least the conversation or at mm -hmm. least the idea about hey. Yeah. We heard so and so. So does Dave reach out on our behalf or do we reach out? Or? Yeah, yeah, great question. Um, Yost said if you guys are interested in pursuing this further, you can, you know, you can just email him or I can give you an, an actual introduction. So I, I haven't done anything else because I wanted to bring sure. it to you guys before, before we decided how we want to move forward. But um, Well, I guess it'd be nice to read through it all. Yeah. But I'd say if people want to read through this all, I think that's an opportunity that we should, you know, something that comes yeah. up like that is. Yes. I, I read through the whole thing last night, and you guys won't find anything that is like huge red flags, I don't think. Um, certainly, you know, that, that, that would be my take sure. as I read through it. He's wrestling with the baptism issue. Yeah. You see that? <laughs> yes, he is. Yeah. And that was actually one of the, yeah. Well, anyways, I'll, I'll let you read through that. Yeah. That was your major red flag? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> major red flag Joe noticed. Whoa, how, hold how up. How you wrestle? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would say uh, if we can, then I'd love to read through that as soon as possible. And then yeah. as long as nobody objects, you know, at least we could drop a line and say, hey, you know, we got your name from so-and-so. We're looking at certain Are you church. thirsty? There's no water. <laughs> yeah. In Arizona, no less. All right, so I'm just going to print off some more now. Yeah, I can email them too. I was just thinking something. It's so easy to ignore an email. You know, because this is like, this could be the kind of thing where God has already provided something for us. I appreciate paper. I have way too much screen time. It's my job. And you've got plenty of paper back there. Exactly, look at that. I mean, shoot. Yeah. Okay, that brings up a point that I, I was wanting to bring up to you, but maybe it would be better to bring up in front of everyone. Um, right now, you're footing all the expenses for printing um, these things every Sunday, and I, I think it'd be good for... Why do you think I went to the bifold, man? Like, well, I was late. <laughs> but I just, I, it just hit me Sunday. I don't know why I didn't think of it earlier. I'm, I'm embarrassed, but I was just thinking, like, wait, someone's paying for all this. <laughs> So, um, yeah, we can pass the plate. It'll be the uh, paper plate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Amy, you can I just, use the uh, paper plate. I just want to bring that up, and I don't know if anyone else has noticed that, but I think it would be good for us, the rest of us, to help out. With so, can we just, can we just give you? Yeah, it's, uh, offer it's, to you it's, it's quite minimal. Um, you know, Mount Capra buys all our paper in bulk, and I'm printing off of that. I'm printing off of one of their printers, and so it's. You approve of that, Frank? 
Yeah, I run the farm. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> that kind of brings up a similar topic. I think it's related. Yes, it is. Um, well, I know what you're going to say. Okay. Do it. No, do it. Bring okay. it up. Um, we need to set up something so we can put in our, our uh, offerings and whatnot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. exactly. You know, whether that be Trinity Church or something yeah. more direct here. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we talked about that. Right. Yeah. So, um, I, I have a suggestion to make, and we can do something else on this for sure. But my suggestion would be we get um, the particulars of how Dave wants to receive it, and then we start sending it his way. And that way, they can, they can run it through their system, set it aside, do those kinds of things. It'll have to be checked. You don't want to see cash, of course. Um, but you mean like, like, yeah, exactly, right, all that stuff. Yeah. So we could, I mean, it sounds like we could potentially just donate to... Trinity yeah, with the, mark a tag on. mark on yeah. this is for the why would we do that why, why, why do we have to send it to him we don't have to at all that's why it was just a suggestion um, well I, I, I'd like to vote to be against that okay yeah <laughs> I mean I, just, I don't know why we can't set up our own account yeah yeah, yeah absolutely just, I mean it's just uh, I don't think they're gonna steal from don't us I'm just one the account. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well I think, I think it's because I think it's because we also would have to then set up a 501c3 and there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of tax stuff that you need to set up you know, so that way you can, I don't think day one you have to do any of that I okay but eventually you got to and eventually a 501c3 is like it's a very minimal well, that's what Andrew's saying about the 501c3. What's that? Brings up another point. If we don't even know if that's what we want to do. Right. right. The, right. the way your nonprofit, by the nature of the fact that you're a church, if you want the IRS to recognize you as a 501c3, you have to become a 501c3. And there are things like the church in Spokane became this, became a 501c3, so that they could sponsor the visa of a Canadian pastor to come down and inter, you know, be, a, be kind of an interim pastor. Um, and that was the reason why they did it. Trinity did it because some liability reasons. Um, a lot of churches are very against doing it. Um, but you don't have to do it day one, that's for sure. You, you literally could have, you could set up a, a, a bank account and just make sure that you have like three signers on it at least. And nobody can take money out unless all three signers sign off on it. Or however you want to set it up so that it can never be. Charles, Ava, and me. <laughs> We're well, good to go. Well, the, other question, the other question as well is, you know, if I want to give you a hundred bucks, Joe, are you comfortable with that? Yeah, I, I, I really, I don't feel like I'm, I, I, I mean, I trust like, you. Sure. And I would oh, I see, yeah. freely give it to you and, and trust you as a, that you would the, steward the, it correctly. For the church. For, for, for this local for endeavor. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Not, yeah. No, I mean, you could. It, it, it's just, there's all kinds of things that can happen just due to neglect. That if you just send it up to Dave... It wouldn't get neglected, at least. But I, I yeah, and we got Ron. Ron I mean, I'm, yeah. I, I don't know what Ron's capable of or not capable of, but he's, you do stuff like that, right? <laughs> Keep track of things. You know, I should have said if I wanted to give him a thousand dollars, that would have been more stuff. Impressive. Yeah, stuff. No, a thousand dollars. You'd probably want to send it my way. I take care of it for you. <laughs> that bitch. Well, of course, the disciples trusted Judas. Oh yeah. I say what? I said the disciples trusted Judas with the money. Yeah, right. That's so, yeah. Hey, I think Judas is Latin for Frank. I don't know. <laughs> 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 Someone passed me a water. I wasn't talking about your dad. <laughs> talking about the trust levels of people. Yeah, right. <laughs> 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 it was like, I want to put the money and I want to get it. 
Ebenezer Stout. I had a job once. Charging us anything to meet there, or? Right now they're not. No, um, and that was yeah they're not. But the um, but eventually you know when we go to, to morning services we'll have to find somewhere else because Evergreen Christian right. Center uses that. Don't they just use it like once a month? They use it every every week now. Um, so let's let's That's make a little progress on this idea because I'm glad you brought this up, Alan. Do we do we want to just set up our own thing right down here? And Ron, would you be comfortable, you know, Ron and somebody else helping him, or, or do we feel like that's getting too far into the deep end too quickly? We've got to do something. I totally agree with you guys. If, if we want to give to this church, we need we need a place that we can do so that is very transparent and very open, so it's easy easy to track. I think as the, the monetary demands of this venture start to increase, it would be more prudent to have the funds more locally available. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yep. Oh, that was really, I like the way you put that. That's good. I'm not particularly concerned about, particularly concerned about the, um, the trustworthiness of like sure. opening up an account. I'm just wondering, okay, let's say that this, falls flat on its face, right? And you have all this money dumped into an account. Do we have some agreement that it's like, this then gets donated in some way, so that way we're not trying to do some sort of crazy redistribution? Because a lot of it's just getting the, getting the coffers built up, so that way right. we can have something yes. that will incentivize a pastor exactly. wanting them up. Yeah, um, or cover rental. Or cover, yeah, we yeah. Can breach, we can't pay, yeah. <laughs> We're really yeah. good people. But we have well, water, electricity. <laughs> well, and, and when we when we do go to uh, the you know we actually go to Lord's Day service, we actually bring in we fill that pulpit. We gotta pay. We gotta pay the preacher. Yeah. you gotta pay the preacher because if they're worth their if whoever's filling that pulpit's worth their salt, they're gonna be putting a lot of time yeah, into preparation. So, so anyway, I just uh, that, that's yeah. only, that's the only consideration. I think that I I would feel completely comfortable opening up an account. Yeah, but I think that it would that we would need to have yeah, some sort of like. Yeah, writer caveat. Yeah. Like, hey, this okay. thing does fall flat on its face. It gets donated to yeah something. Or... Charles Stout. <laughs> Charles Stout College. Charles College Fund. Fund. Yeah. <laughs> Charles so, Stout what, Fund. how do you guys feel about this? Um, if we kind of, if we're kind of in agreement that we're going to go the more local route, which I'm 100 percent behind. What if I run this by uh, Hatch and just get his feedback on what anything he would like us to do? If that's the way we want to go. You know, like, hey, you guys can do this, but um, you just have this writer that you know, you're talking about, or something like that, or an appointed CPA, or something like yeah. that. Yeah. What? What, do we, it, what did some of the other guys think? Well, do we need? I'm wondering if we need an organizational name. You know, if we need to open up an account, do we need a? Yeah, that's like, third on the agenda. What's the name? The, the LLC, you know, a whatever the organization. Um, Large mm -hmm. form facet that we want to do, mm -hmm. or can it just be like, okay, we're going to open a joint a joint checking and savings account right. with? I think a lot of people do the joint checking Bob thing. Bob Dylan too. I think they do the joint checking because to do a corporation would be the you do the S, not the S corp the five one c three, which is a nonprofit corp corporation. Right. Um, and that that is it is it's not that complicated, but there's lots of complicated things to do it right. Um, and so I would think that's not the way we'd want to start going. I would think we'd want to go as simple initially as possible, just just so we can pay the preacher, pay the rent, that kind of thing going forward. Okay. I think I have no problem going any way you guys want. Yeah. But 
that doesn't, uh, you know, if, if we start sending money up the hatch and letting them handle it for the time being, that doesn't mean we can't say, okay, we have our account now, why don't you go ahead and send us whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, so that That's gets true. one thing off our table mm -hmm. while we're doing the rest of the setup. And once we're, okay, we're an official church, we're, okay, yep. paying, you know. Right. I don't know if there's any, any issues with, in the beginning then, if we just have a joint checking account, you know, are people going to need a tax deduction if they want to give? They're going to expect that, um, and how do we how do we approach that? Yeah, if yeah, they would. Have, they would. They would expect it. I mean, I would. I, I, would, I would. And you don't have to have. You don't have to be five hundred one c three to have tax deduction to, to be tax deductible. But how do you track? How do you track? Well, somebody it? would that's, have to. Somebody would have to be in charge of that. That's yeah, what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, spreadsheet. Well, yeah. In, in in you know. Frank brought up a good point with, I don't know, Ron, if you would be open to doing that kind of thing or not, but, sure. um, but I mean, you would be like, <laughs> it seems like the perfect fit if you, if you were willing for it. I do not sign checks. Okay. Two signers need to be designated. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, so you keep the books, but you don't sign checks. Yeah, that's smart. And, uh, that's really does that mean two people sign each check? So we mean, or just you can set it up either way. I would tend to go in our current situation with two signers on every check. Yeah, I think that's it's what nice. they do at the Christian school. Like, okay. That's good. So I will. I can. I can present that. I can present that to Dave. Just make sure that he's good with us doing that. And yeah, let me just bring it by him. Yeah. I think, and then I think it sounds like most people would like to do it local. Yeah. I actually was going to force the issue and just start sending money to Dave, but I don't know. It just, it just, yeah. it just is for I guess for now we'll set aside. Okay. Figure out what to do. Well, I'll, so I'll when you I'll say two signers, does that mean we designate two people that will be the signers, or do you put a bunch of names and any any two could sign? We're going to draw them out. No, we designate two specific yeah, okay. signers. Draw yeah. that every time. And the bank would have that on file. <laughs> you can have right. You can yeah. have more than two signers, but you could you, have a third one. You have as many as you want. Yeah. But you still require any, two. One of those two. Any two. Or two of those. Any two. Or three or two of those four. Whatever. Yeah. yeah so it's probably, probably three better. Or four. It's, but I think this comes back to okay, if we're going to be the elders, you know, who's going to be leadership? That would be the natural progression of like, okay, well, we need at least those two, and you know, whoever. Right. And do we have anybody else that we want signers on the account? Yeah. You know? yeah. I was going to say that same thing. I think it also might be a good idea to do it up through Trinity for now, and then once we get to a point where we're establishing elders, then look at having a big tent. Then we have people who are accountable under the churches, you know, like in the government of the church. Wait, you saying the exact opposite thing though? No. I thought we almost decided. John Kerry down there. The flip-flop. But I think preemptively we could have, we could have an account started with you know, with some seed money that's just kind of as a hold as a holding place. Right. You know, I mean it's not yeah. Right. Ava, did you have something to add? Um what are we gonna call our church? Okay. Thank you for moving us along. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> did you plant that? I saw him winking at Joel's yeah, like right. hey, it's like a Benny. <laughs> that's, that's, that's why you're healed. You're healed. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Um, yeah, so names. Um, you guys saw kind of my my uh, my representation of what the branding could look like. Uh, Andrew had some good feedback on that, and I'd love I'd love to hear your guys' other other thoughts on it. Um, because I 
I'm good with a lot of different names. I obviously am saying that. I think we should only have one, Joe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm good with us discussing them. Yeah. Oh, as okay. long as you give, give me exactly what I want. It's good so true. Any name you want, as long as it's yeah, exactly. cool. <laughs> so, yeah, Les. I was just, I, as far as the name goes, I, uh, man, I, Kay and I were thinking it'd be cool if Reformed is in the name. Okay. Just yeah. suggested. Okay. Yeah, I'm glad you said that, Les, because it just kind of filters off me when I suggest these things. So if I Imagine, could go through here. Prophet has no honor in his own home, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Joe's not listening to you. Uh, yeah, okay. No, Did I, you have anything to say? <laughs> <laughs> Your vibrations in the air. Yeah, go ahead, Andrew. Yeah, Les, I, I agree. I think at least in some sort of either within the primary name of the church, like we could have Christ Church shorthand or, you know, uh, you know, Form Church of Christ, you know, or something like that. We're going Church of Ooh, Christ. Not Church of well, Christ, well, not that one. Yeah, yeah, but Christ. scratch that. From the, <laughs> you know yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Andrew did not say that. I did not say that. <laughs> Church of Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, yeah. Latter day reformer. Latter day reformer. All right. Come on, Ava, get us on track here, darling. Yeah. So, so the name of Mariah. So there is a, there's kind of a, I'm hearing something coming from a lot of people that we're looking for maybe something a little bit more utilitarian, where it describes what the church is in the name. Um, and in in utilitarian's okay. Um, utilitarian's definitely okay because Christ Church doesn't give you like that instant like First Baptist Church does. You know, First Baptist of Centralia, you know exactly what you're what you're getting into. Um, I'm not sure necessarily that we need a utilitarian name, something that tells people exactly what we are right out of the gate. I'm not opposed to it, but I just I would I would hate for us to make a decision based off of what we call the church, just on what other people are going to think if they happen to walk by or see the website or you know because that's really. The church is for God's people, and we are open and we want people to be to come. But we're at the same time, we're not we're not looking to be, um, we're not necessarily looking to be uh, in a situation where we are <clears throat> obviously being seeker sensitive. You know, like. Church of the New Wind Morning, or whatever, <laughs> whatever the, you know, whatever the... Uh, New Beginnings right. Church. Right, exactly. Okay, we know who's not an elder now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we don't your, be your best church. life now, church. Right. <laughs> yeah, your best life now, church. But at the same time, uh, you don't. You also don't have to, to say, you know, church filled with Reformed people, which would be kind of like the opposite, right. the opposite in terms of utilitarian. So, so that's where things like Trinity Church, that doesn't describe anything other than it's Christian church, Christ church, doesn't describe anything except for that it's a Christian church. Um, Lewis County Reformed Church is good until there's another Lewis County church plant that starts up, you know, because Lewis County is a big county. It's got room for plenty of Reformed churches. So Lewis County Reformed Church is fine, but then, you know, maybe Centralia Reformed Church. Ava, oh, no, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. She, she was... Oh, um, what about Reformation Roundtable Reformed Church? I like it. Pirates. Go ahead, Spencer. Um, I do like the idea of a subheading too. Yes. Up there. Yeah. 
Because I think I think you can have that more utilitarian thing. Yeah. Uh, or the, the more it's vague. It says Christ Church, and then it has underneath it, it has a lat, Latin. I actually I, like I, I, I do too. You don't think it masks it too much? No, I don't think so. Okay. I, 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 was just, I, 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 I like that. Comment, and I understand what you're saying. It's like, it's like, how many people read Latin? I'm like, oh yeah, I understand what that says. <laughs> you know, right. so like, I could see how that might be a... It's a... I, I, I preached a sermon one Sunday and I put the title in Latin on the church bulletin and I had people going, Man, I can't wait to see what this guy be. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of the no, but did you preach the sermon in Latin? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I pig Latin. That's kind of the branding idea. You know, if you put a Latin phrase, you know, soy mm-hmm. glory or whatever, mm-hmm. that says, ooh. For a person who's looking for that, right? Like I'll go see Maybe. a Presbyterian church if I'm traveling or something, and I go, "Oh, PC USA, never mind." <laughs> right. But if it's PC, you know, yeah, right, OPC right. or PCA, I go, hmm, right. you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm. Well, and, and you know, there's like there's some churches they, they give they give a name and it just automatically connotates okay that's either Catholic or Lutheran because right. it's Saint something, and so so that's. I'm not saying having a St. Matthews is a is a bad thing, because you can have a you can be a Protestant and have a have a church that has a name like that. But I, I definitely know we don't want to go down that road at all. And that would be like that would be a way we would want to go. We definitely don't want to go down the CrossFit gym way. Uh, and so we're really kind of between um, something like Christ Church or Trinity Church or something that's a little bit more long, yeah, a little bit more. Um, Long tail, what you would consider like a long church, like Lewis County Reformed Church, that kind of thing. Like Reformation Round Table. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. What's the, Luke was going to say something. Oh, yeah. Well, I just, I just was going to say that if I, li- I like the combination of a short, <coughs> succinct name yes. with the under the underpinnings, mm-hmm. and the fact that it's Latin, I feel like gives a, it's a little bit more heady for, mm-hmm. pe- for people that are used to. To studying mm-hmm. R.C. Sproul or used mm-hmm. to Doug Wilson yeah. or used to that that frame, they're like, oh, yeah. I wonder if this is a reform. You know, mm-hmm. they see reform. Right. You know, it's like, okay, you that looks like a reform church. Yeah. I want to check that up. We don't have to put, you know, uh, Lewis County Reformation Church, you know, in the title, and people mm-hmm. might might look at that and go, you know, yeah. oh, I don't, I don't want anyone to do that. Is they say they're reformed, they might get the same thing. But right, I think short and succinct is nice rather than a yeah. big long name. But to have a little bit of a subtitle, I think it, it helps with the, uh, it helps with other areas of branding too, because you don't have to have the subheading on everything. And so yeah. if you're doing right. if you're doing other things where your church logo is on stuff, right. it doesn't need to have that descriptor. But you, you can see that on, I can see that on a sign, yeah. You know, right out front right. the at the front of the church there. But you wouldn't know about subheading unless you see it visually. Mm-hmm. You're not going to say Semper Reformanda. Yeah. Right. After the word Christ Church, and you know, right. I think too that we're we're worrying about how people are going to take the name and what it's going to make them think. But I think also kind of depending on the fact that God's going to bring people to the church, you know, yes. regardless of what we name it. Yeah. So that that's actually a, a fantastic uh, point to, th- to think about. Like, if we didn't worry at all about what other people think about the name, and I'm not saying that we should disregard it, but if we didn't care, you know. What would we call it? Would we would do we have something that would that we would call it that would be 
something less utilitarian than just what it is. Would we, you know? Catholic Church. It doesn't have to be Lewis County, anything, yeah. though. Yeah, yeah, no, you're totally right. right. You're absolutely right, uh, 100%. But I guess I, what I'm saying is that um, if, you know, when you guys are naming your, when you have a baby and you're naming the baby, you're not, you're thinking a little bit in the back of your mind, like, okay, I can't name him Pubert because that's, <laughs> he'll get made fun of. But I couldn't. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, Maybe you can go into and, some and middle, detail. Middle yeah. name Edward, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but so you, you are thinking about how the kid will react in, in life to his name, but you're also like trying to think like something. I want to give him a name that I actually like. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta, and something that I'm okay with yelling. Like exactly. <laughs> <laughs> The legal name for Harrison Square Presbyterian Church is First Presbyterian Church of Centralia, WT, for Washington Territory. Hmm. Then we have a DBA, Harrison uh -huh. Square Presbyterian Church. So if you can't settle on what you want to call it today, just come up with a name to get a legal start yeah. and do a DBA. DBA is doing business yeah. as. Yeah. yeah, that's a great That's great. I, um, I'm kind of lost in this whole discussion because I've always been puzzled by how you would name a church. Like, what is the, like, I mean, what is the, I'm just thinking about, you know, I think this, the Latin underneath is kind of cool too, but I don't know why it's cool to me just because I kind of like Latin and it's a little bit mysterious, mysterious, and, you know, I mean, so I, I, I'm, and I've kind of stayed out of the whole naming discussion because I'm just a little bit kind of lost at how you would even go about naming a church like what are, what are we trying to do we've you know we've talked a little bit about branding which i think you know there obviously there's some something to that but we've also talked about not worrying about what other people think and we've also talked about we don't necessarily have to communicate who we are with a name but maybe we kind of want to communicate who we are with a name. i mean it's a, it just yeah so I'm not helpful at all. I'm just telling you that I have no help. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I, think, I, think in my, I think in my mind, like a couple of things. One is is that, um, as, uh, as Joe pointed out, we've had some people that have searched on the internet. Yeah. And so sometimes location can be helpful. Like when I was attending Hope Community Church, sometimes I would go, because I don't have a Facebook, but I Google mm -hmm. Hope Community Church, and it would populate... 50 Hope Yeah, 50 Hope Community Churches, and it's like, oh, visit our Facebook page. And I click on it, and it'd be like... Well, that was clearly not ours. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so, like, you know, I, so I do think that, um, I do think, nice. <laughs> that wasn't me. Someone else right. uh, So, uh, so yeah. anyway, uh, I mean, I, I do think that location can be a little bit helpful. So, like, Centralia Christchurch mm -hmm. can be helpful if somebody's trying to, like, hey, Churches in the Centralia area where I'm moving to, that can be, I think that can be extremely helpful to have it in the primary name. Right. Um, I don't think, though, I, I kind of, I kind of agree, though, I don't think we need to, we don't need to overthink it yeah. too much. Right. I, and I don't think we need to reinvent the wheel. I yeah. Know, like, that's in part why I was kind of like, Christchurch. Yeah. That works. <laughs> I'll tell you one of the reasons why, because I love, I love what you're saying there, it, it, that, Totally makes sense, and I think that you know, Australia Christchurch or Christchurch Centralia or Chehalis, wherever it ends yeah. up, the, the location that we, um, I think that it's it's pithy, it kind of connects, it's easy to remember. But um, 
but I love the connotations of Christ Church. I like Trinity Church too. I like the I like the I like in the name being like you know the things that like Reformation Covenant down in Oregon City. I, I like that name too. I, I'm I'm not as enamored with that particular name, but it's a great name. That's a great name. Um, and so I, I love I love the phrase Christ Church because that's that's who we are and that's our head and we're his bride and, and it's his church. Um, we put apostrophe S in there. Yeah. Christ <laughs> Church. Christ Church. And there's there's a heritage and a tradition sound yeah. to that. I mean, there's yeah. cities named Christ Church. Right. And all exactly. that. So it's not something new. Does anybody have any like? major issues with at least this like Ron was saying at least this getting passed along as the the doc the name that goes on the, the bylaws at least initially um, does anybody have any, any like major red flags with that uh, the, the other thing is that for people who are familiar with the CRAC that this is a common name within the CRAC um, yeah that's so, something that I'm noticing you know obviously with Moscow and stuff that that's a common name it's kind of like the head yeah. name mm -hmm. but I wouldn't have noticed that Right. A year ago, or whatever. Sure. So um, that's why it might be wise to put a location. Yeah. For so search, for future search, not like right now. Right. Yeah. But we're, we're, what is our location? Right? Yeah. It'd be nice to have that location. Centrally so slash Chehalis. Yeah. That's slash. Right. Slash, 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 yeah. Right. slash Moscow. Yeah. Slash Washington. Right. Mossy Rock. USA. Yeah. I mean that that question is could be answered. Doesn't have to necessarily be the location. Doesn't necessarily have to be where we where we're worshiping. It could just be. Where the head office is, it could be here, you know, or it could it could be wherever wherever we want to take mail, and you know wherever we're going to have maybe if we have when, when we get a pastor, we you know have some office space, we can put him in that office or something like that. Um, so, and I don't have an answer for that, but you bring up a really good point that probably the office would be the, but also if it's Christ <coughs> Church Centralia, you can't be worshiping one lock. Right. Otherwise, you get changed. Could Christchurch sound Catholic? <coughs> is that a name that the Catholic Church might use as well? The Assumption of Mary would. Yeah, Sacred Heart. Sacred Heart. Christchurch what? Christchurch. Yeah. Could it sound Catholic? Less, less. Does Christchurch sound Catholic to you? Like no. Roman Catholic? No. Doesn't have Saint in front of it, so. Yeah. yeah. Saint Joe. Oh, Saint. Uh, Saint. Right. Yeah. Saint Mother Mary. <laughs> We call ourselves the first Methobacterian Church. Methobacterian. <laughs> <laughs> Semper Gumby. <laughs> I actually do like Reformation Covenant as well. Like, Reformation Covenant? I kind of almost like it better than Christchurch, <laughs> but I think Christchurch is a good name. Yeah. It's so. If you like the word Reformation, you put Christ Reformed Church or Christ Reformation Church. I was thinking maybe Bible Reformed Church. Bible Reformed Church? like that. So, yeah, and I, I like, what was yours, Reformation Covenant? Well, is that what you just said? The one down Oregon. That's the one in Oregon, right? No, what did you just say? I'm sorry, there's so many names going around. Reformation Covenant. Reformation Covenant, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Well, let me, let me, uh, like let me work up a, a little layout of Reformation Covenant, because I feel like, I mean, well, let's throw that out, though. Let's throw out the Reformation Covenant, just, just, just to kind of get more, it's kind of more like we're looking for negative feedback right now. Like, does anybody hate this name? That was the one positive thing I've had in the discussion is I like the word covenant. You so. like covenant, yeah. yeah. Right? Good. Okay. So, is it is it is the fact that it has the it has reformed in the in the name? It's or part of the reform. It's part of covenant. So much of covenant theology is in I feel like Christ's covenant church. Is in. Is in the series. Is in uh, yeah. you know reform theology, covenant theology. It's kind of like the bedrock of 
raising the families and getting, and so I just, you know, yeah. seems applicable. But yeah, okay, I'll, I'll work on it. But I think Christ, I don't know, I don't, like I said, I think like Andrew said, we don't need to beat this, Yeah. you know, tarry over this at length. I think we just need to agree on one and go with it. Down and dirty. Wow, that was quick. Yeah, can I change the script a little? Sure. Yeah, a little more flourish. <laughs> I prefer old English. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Wait, this, but you, like this would be good. Reformation Covenant period or Reformation Covenant Church? Yeah, I just threw it out there. Yeah, what, okay. what, did you say Reformation Covenant or Reformation I didn't say Covenant? I didn't say church, yeah, but I don't know what makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So who, who's more privy to just Christchurch with a, a location? I, I kind of. Come on, just don't have to be bashful. Let's go. Let's get this. I do like Christ Covenant Church. I like I like I like I do like having the word covenant in there because I think that that's I, yeah, I, think, that's, I think that's also very fundamental. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that, that that we should have something in there in the name that says something about what the church is about. You know, it, so it, it doesn't Reformation or Covenant are two words that you would want to use in there? Or? Something along those lines. Like, we don't need to have our bylaws in there, but... <laughs> <laughs> 17 pages of the name. three of the name of the church. <laughs> yeah, it's just like... Yeah. Okay, so... I haven't heard throw, any... Throw I something out there, Kirby. Um, I, I, I like Christ Covenant Church. Christ it's, Covenant? It's... Easy to say. C-C-C. Yeah, triple C. C three. Yeah, that's if we're looking for an um, you know acronym that's easy to say. I, I go into. I can't even still get the O R C C. It's O C R C. There you O-C-R-C. go. <laughs> I still can't get that one right. <laughs> but C C C, I can handle that. I could not, yeah, be all over that. It took me a half a year to get my uh, South Puget Sound Community College thing. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, man. That was tough. You should go in the military. They live on Africa. I know. <laughs> All right, so this is even more down and dirty, but there's Christ Covenant Church. I haven't heard anyone say they liked Reformation Roundtable Reform Church. <laughs> <laughs> cool. It's a little long. How about, how about Reformation Roundtable Reform Church of God? <laughs> I like that one. So, so if you guys pick between Christ Church and Christ Covenant Church, you would pick Christ Covenant Church. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If you put it that way, if I had to pick. If I had to pick right now, yeah. I'd like that one. I think we're going to need to do a secret online poll. <laughs> <laughs> uh-oh, uh-oh. It's uh, controversy. Just do it on Facebook. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Open, oh yeah. Get all kinds a of completely votes. open poll. Right. <laughs> to the entire public. Which one of these hey. do you like better? He can help up a, a name for the one he likes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Here's the poll. What are we going to call Wow, it? we had 600 people vote on this. <laughs> wow. <laughs> all right, well, let's, let's go ahead and table this. It, 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 yeah. It's... Just think about it. So we've got Reformation Covenant. I like that one. We've got Christ Covenant Church. I like that one. Um, Christ Church is still going to be my favorite because that's the one I've been kind of going for. Well, it's but but I like all three of those. Yeah. Um, so be thinking about it, praying about it, because it, it what you name something matters. It matters mm-hmm. in a great deal, but it is hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's. Really I just the caveat. I, I was boldly voting for that one, but it's only because if I was forced to vote right now, that's what I vote for. Yeah. But. <laughs> 
I might vote for all three of them at some other point in time. Sure. I don't have a problem with any of them. So. Got to have our first schism. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the church splits before I found it. All right, great. Well, next we talk about drums. Yeah, drums. Exactly. Okay. So um, we got actually is we actually got quite a bit done on the name thing. That was actually some really good stuff because we've really kind of narrowed this down into something that is. Um, that I think we all can kind of wrap our minds around, and it's not just like, oh, we're, we're, it's like, there's like, we've got Christ Church, we've got Christ Covenant Church, and we've got Reformation Covenant. Those are the three ones that are kind of out there in the front, the kind of favorites. Um, any, other, any others we want to add to the mix that we can be mulling over in our minds? Uh, Christ Reformed Church. Christ Reformed Church, okay. We've got Christ Reformed Church in there as well. Yeah, and then let's just sew that up. By next week and be done yeah, with that. I, I, mean, I agree. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's one of them will work for I now. Totally agree. Yeah, and, and actually, if we could even do it before next week, that'd be good. Um, I think, guys, think we can. I think. I think it'll take a couple of days. Yeah, so Sunday night's okay. All right, Sunday night it is. Yeah. I, no, I actually thank you for checking. I was I was monitoring. My my wife texted me, and uh, our littles are are knocked out. Nice. We uh, yeah. Diamond tap. Sleeping. Well, yeah, mom, yeah. Mom, Molly has a Molly has a cold, and she's just super. She's just she's very sensory aware of everything, and a small sniffle turns mm. into. A broken leg, an explosion yes. of the baby. There's no one. So pray for it. Okay, we will. I'll try to be a good boy. Just write CCC beneath that. You've got CCC. Christ Reformed Church. Reformed Church. Saint of Mary Reformed Church. Oh my God! Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then we've got Refor Christ Covenant Church. Covenant. Built in full on side. Yeah. I like all. I like all four of those. I could. I could. Uh, I'll be happy with any of them. Every name has a C in it, at least one. And a couple of R's. Yeah, that's right. Can I get an R? Sorry, it's not an Okay, so that's actually that's <laughs> awesome. So before, so the last thing, the last thing we've got, maybe like, I think we should probably try to end about eight thirty. Um, just we've been going long lately. Yeah, and I think we're in like twenty minutes. That'll be good. I wanted to read one thing because um, uh, because Dave's been kind of watching our back and forths here on the. Um, on the issues with the bylaws. And he had some something really, he had two things really important to say. Um, the first thing, uh, the first thing is that um, he, he was talking about how, I won't read it verbatim because it, because uh, it was very, it was very short, but he was, he wanted us, he wanted us to have the mindset as we work through these, that working through these, um, these issues is a blessing because we're working through them preemptively. And, and as we're looking through this, to, to, to really think about it as an encouraging thing, because this would be a lot harder to work through if it was just always in response to a controversy, always in response to somebody 
going off the deep end or some, some issue probably coming up. So, so that was his encouraging thing. And then his other thing was on the sex gender statement, um, he said we can't change that one at all. He says if we want to be in the CREC, that one, um, it's required to be as is. So the whole thing about the, the gender, the specific gender thing, he says uh, CREC doesn't allow any changes on that one. And I, I had no idea. I, I mean, I didn't know that. I would have brought that up sooner. Which, which, one, which one was that in particular? Was it? The it was. I've got extra copies of the graphic. The, there's two things I put in there, but I think one was the. There's one on gender dysphoria, which I had highlighted. It was. First, the first line of that. There's a couple of them, isn't there? Yeah. Um, so talking about the yeah, pronouns? Five, I think it's five, yeah, five to six. Five. And I think, for me, it's only so one no, no, line. No, it's, it's F. It's, it's F. The confessional statement on sex, gender, and marriage. He's saying, on page. Uh, it starts on page eight. For me, it's, it's only one. The genetic thing? Yeah. Right. It's only one sentence of one paragraph of that section. Sure. Of one section. Yeah. But Dave said that that, that entire he, he part said, could yeah. not be changed in right. any way, shape, or form. Yep. Even even relocated? <laughs> he didn't say anything about relocating. Okay. Put it in a different spot. Right. No. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, it's again, it's my formatting preference. Sure. It's like, I just don't, the, it, it needs to be in here. Like, this absolutely 100% yeah. needs to be in here. It's just the location of it. And yeah. it doesn't. It doesn't make sense in my mind. You, you want this under, right? I, I totally agree. It needs to be under sex, gender, marriage. There's, I mean, there's, yeah. Um, so with, with that, that in mind, so he's you know really emphasizing the fact that this is an encouragement to be to be looking at this as men as brothers together and doing it preemptively when there's not controversy surrounding it. So all of um, that cannot be touched. He yeah exactly because because if you actually remember um, when he was walking us through this, he was saying we have to adopt a creed. You know, we have to adopt either the Westminster or the London Baptist, we have to, or the, we're doing the REC, Reformed Evangelical Confession. Um, and the, he was also saying there is an evangelical statement, which is part of the REC, and then there's a confessional statement on sex, gender, and marriage. I had forgotten that, that he had mentioned already that, that I, because I didn't see it in bylaws. I didn't think about it as being part of the bylaws, but, but yeah, he said that it needs, I'll give you his exact words. He said, um, the sex, gender statement is a CREC confessional document it is required as it is to be. Uh, it, it is required as is to be in a church's statement of faith. Did, did he offer any any reputation to the objection? He said he hasn't read through the objections yet. Um, other, he said he's, okay. he's looking through it and he's liking the discussion that he's seen. But um, but what's that, he looking through? The well, he's looked through the, the comments that you sent out. Oh, okay. I sent out some comments okay. back. Um, and you know, I encourage the rest of you guys to send up comments as you have them. Um, but he did say, but that, and that was why he just said, "Hey, I know you guys are looking through this confessional statement, but it needs to it needs to be uh, left alone." So I guess I'm confused because we're looking at something in the bylaws, but you're saying he's talking about a confessional statement, or you're saying that the confessional statement has been put so, in the bylaws? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Confessional yeah. statement oh, is in the bylaws. Okay. So the, yeah, the confessional statement is. Which is why I thought that that was particularly interesting because the, um, the fact that they are considering it a confessional statement versus being a... Well, there's, there's a lot. I printed out their statement of faith as well uh -huh. and looked at that today. There's, much, there's a lot in the statement of faith that are also 
almost verbatim from the bylaws as well. So. Okay. So which part is the bylaws and which part is the statement of faith? Well, the whole thing's bylaws. Oh. But under this governing, under the first section here, these, oh, the, the, this article one is yeah, a statement of faith. Article ah, one is a statement of faith, see, so you can't. The, that's, that's this the section of the you can't. This section ah, you can't touch. That's that's good to know. Um, yeah. And then you'd have yeah, and then you'd have section. So I wonder how many of the other, how many else, how many other things would that just eliminate? And then you'd the have section, and then section B is basically where there's I guess there'd be room for discussion on that because I'm imagining too that he would also say the same thing about family government too we look because family government falls underneath the falls underneath the confessional statements no it, it well if but it doesn't fall under the he says the confessional statement on sex gender and marriage needs to be left alone oh is, not the is, entire necessarily the entire confessional statement just the well, part on so so um, so if you remember right back in like <laughs> January or, or December maybe we all went through, we went through, it took a couple weeks on the REC, the Reformed Evangelical Confession. Mm -hmm. There were two parts to it. One of it was um, from the Apostles' Creed. It was like basically a combination of the Apostles' Creed, the Nicene Creed, the definition of Chalcedon, and then part of Westminster. Yeah. And then at the end, they talk about the evangelical statement because we're part of the communion of Reformed Evangelicals. Um, and so those are <coughs> our founding documents in terms of in terms of our statement of faith, and then also under within that within that realm is the confessional statement on sex, gender, and marriage. So it's all of item number one. If you're looking at the bylaws, all of item one are yeah. confessional statements, and then you get to item number two, which is government. Governments. Okay. Yeah. So that I, that um, pretty much is erases. All of our discussion. No, 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 it doesn't, no. because Just most of our discussion has been from two on. No, I mean the the statement that that I brought up last time that we believe in the sign gifts that were um, apparent that's under, in the first. That's church government. Right, so but got, it's still in the statement of faith. No, no, so you got oh, it's, it's, so they're, counting, they're counting from this point on. Oh, oh, oh I got you. I got you. Yeah, gotcha. so okay, okay. Got right you. Okay. Got so it's basically got anything it. above that. Yep, yep. I just to, missed the two. I was going to touch that. <laughs> which is, yeah. Okay. Um, by the way, uh, Les, that, yes, that talk you gave me, uh, by the, I listened to your sermon too. That was very good. But, uh, but the, the talk you gave me on transgenderism was, we haven't quite, I haven't finished it yet. But it just, he just jumps right out of the gate <coughs> talking about this very thing. He does a good job. He does a really good job. Uh, I actually forgot his name. Denny Burke. Denny Burke. Um, and I don't know if you want to give me a, I got, I've got I, the. I, I can, can send you a link, I think. If you send me a link, I can pass it around to these guys. Sure. He, it's, yeah, he's, it's so far what I've heard in the first 15 minutes yeah. has been really good. Yeah. And it's, I, I it's short, it's only 30 minutes. 30 right? minutes, yeah. yeah. I, thought, I thought it was really good. But anyways, it, it kind of helps. It kind of helps with the whole conviction of why this is important, why we need this here, even though you know it's not like we've got a problem with it locally right now. It's kind of like it's coming. My sermon's not yeah. so short. <laughs> you know, not being here um, last week, I guess I'm just wondering what's this the first issue of um, God forms each person genetically as a single or female from the conception. The question is whether or not that's a true statement. There was there was discussion about the uh, genetic discrepancies amongst hermaphrodites who are genetically 
they're genetic variants. They don't they don't follow the, the pattern of XX or XY. Which which is a result of the fall. Yeah. Because it wasn't right. It's a result of sin. So yeah. But that's doesn't make that statement. Well I like when we discussed this last time, I agree with the sentiment of this sure. paragraph. But I don't know if this is just factually correct. God forms each each person genetically as a distinct male or female from the moment of conception. I just don't know if that's true. Right. With 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 exceptions, right? You're talking no, about this no. this says each person. No, no, no. I'm saying but you're you're saying just medically speaking, we have documented cases of both yeah. both physical sexes being represented. Mm-hmm. And, then, and but there's an expression usually that's much more pronounced for one or over the other that eventually and that they're not and they're not both represented they're actually indistinct they 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 aren't really put together properly correct so it, it isn't like you know you got a man and a woman and they happen to be uh, both both functioning genders are there together correct. they're just they're they're it's an abnormality. Yeah, usually. that's a good yeah. word. Can I can I just interrupt on this? I think our time together right now would be better served on the logistics of how we get through these bylaws. Yeah, I was just you. making a comment. No, 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 you, shut this, Kirby down. <laughs> no, you guys, this is great. <laughs> this is good, but we can't change that one anyways. Yeah, no, and it's we, fine. And we pretty much all just agree with it. We're just kind of um, thinking thinking carefully through the wording because the wording yeah. does matter. But if we can't change it anyways, we can just move on. Um, because we've got most of our discussion is outside of this section anyways. Um, so maybe Thad and Andrew could take it forward and just kind of give us a little bit of an idea of what you've done so far, just in case guys haven't seen your emails yet. Yeah. We haven't, we haven't talked much. Okay. Like, well, that's so I, like, I literally was like, hey, you want to get together? Yeah. I was like, sure. How about like 5.30 in the morning? I didn't say 5.30. Like, you no, brought that down about that. I just said. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, I said earlier, you interpreted it. I interpreted it it before I'd like to wake up. Um, What I did was I tried to remember all the discussions we've had since actually the beginning of time, but that was pretty tough because my memory is challenged. Because I felt like we've had a lot of good discussions and haven't necessarily got closure on very many of them as far as we've kind of put our ideas out there and have discussed some but haven't really said, yes, okay, let's agree upon this or that. Um, I think we've done that in some cases, but not in a lot of cases. And so I tried to make a list of things that, not just that are in the bylaws, but any th- discussion points that have come up. I mean, before a lot of people are here, I think when we were a smaller group, we, we discussed the role of women in leadership. And that was, a, we had a really good discussion about it, but I don't think we came to a point where we all agreed with anything necessarily. Um, and uh, another one that's come up was, uh, well, some of, some of the uh, memorials, I remember that word this time. Yes, some of the memorials, there's some, there some really good discussion about some of those that I don't know if we ever kind of came to a conclusion on. Um, and then there's, of course, some stuff in the bylaws that we've already discussed. And so I tried to make a list of that, of the different things that we've discussed. Because what I'd like to do is have people, and, and what Joe did is he read the list and then just commented on items in the list. And that's we could do that, or 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 we could. Um, uh, but but the main idea is for you to read the email and look over the list and see if there's anything that's missing that you think is an important discussion that we need to have. And 
I was trying to, I was putting it forward as two, for two reasons. One reason is we do need to, if we're going to make some changes to the bylaws, we need to figure that out and do it. But for the other reason is, I, I, in the email I said, I think this is a very rich opportunity for us to have some really good discussion and kind of figure out as a group where we stand. Um, and I'd rather do that now as we're moving into the, the um, um, mission church rather than jump into the mission church, have it all set up, and then we start discovering that, wow, I feel completely different than you doing this. This is, this is not how I took that, you know. And so I, I'd rather have those kind of discussions up front. Right. And I'm not even saying that we're going to be able to agree on all of them, but at least we can have, you know, get the discussion out on the table. We can talk about it and say, well, at least we all agree on this. And this is something that's important that we can all stand upon and we can have some differences and we're actually okay with those differences because we see that, you know, and really just kind of, and I think that it'll really produce more unity and more conviction going forward. If we can, if we can get some of the, maybe the more tougher or controversial, if, I mean, for lack of better, um, stuff out on the table and actually hear perspectives, you know. And, and push back on each other scripturally, like, okay, so you're, you're saying you feel this way, but, you know, what does scripture say about it? Right. And, and kind of, you know, that sort of thing. So, so, so the right idea now. would be for you to read the email, look at the list, and see if it looks like a good list. Um, and maybe if you have some strong thoughts on any one of the items to add, add to that, right? Um, and what Andrew and I have talked about doing is just getting together and trying to figure out what is it that we really need to have a face-to-face -face discussion about and what can we just kind of say, well, this is, this is an interesting thing and the wording's kind of weird, but we don't really need to do anything about it, sort of, you know, mm -hmm. um, and then bring that. So it's not that Andy, we're not saying that, here, give us your ideas and Andrew and I will figure it out and make yeah. a decision. That's not what we're saying at all. We're just trying to organize a little bit better and set up, because I don't want us to be discussion. There's a lot of good discussion here that could go on for months. We don't want that to happen. Right. We want to kind of consolidate the discussion and figure out what do we really need to iron out and what is just maybe an interesting discussion to have someday, but it's not necessary for right now. So I, I, have, I love what you're saying there. Logistically, how would you like, so we read the email, how would you and Andrew like us to respond? Because if everybody just downloaded the thing that you sent and added their own comments and then resaved it as, you know, this document, Spencer's comments, this document, Alan's comments, that kind of thing, then you guys would get a lot of very specific feedback from people, and then you could compile it. Yeah. That's, that's one that great. way. But there could be a better way out there if you guys want to do it differently. No, I think that's probably ideal. So so you guys get your email. And this is, I, I, I would, just to jump on what Thad was saying, an agreement, this is this is the time to, 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 to give, your, give your feedback on this. And so if you take either his um, document or you take the document that I send out and just erase my answers, just make sure you save it with your own name on it, <laughs> but erase my answers and put in your own answers, just follow the same format, then th these guys would see the issues that were listed and your, your thoughts on those issues. And that way they can compile it and then they can kind of make the decision, okay, well, it doesn't look like this is really a problem for people. Yeah. And I mean, a part of it is, is uh, I really... Um, and I think I said this earlier that I kind of came into this said, well, this is kind of cool. They accept pretty much anybody, and it's and that was kind of my first take on this. That Dave was sounding very open to whatever, and and then I began thinking like, okay, but I we're starting a church here, and we need to get serious about this and think about it, and and really, um, I don't want to just say yeah, bylaws, sure, looks good, 
you know, I, I really want to think about it, look at the scripture they provided, and, and really take, you know, take this seriously because we're, we're creating, we're forming, building, however you want to say it, a church that we're going to be a part of and we're going forward and we're going to be inviting people to. And we want to kind of, mm-hmm. we're the, uh, I guess, founding <coughs> members, you know, and we want to be able to stand yeah. on this, uh, you know, the, the document that we create, but also just the kind of foundational beliefs that we make sure we're on. To some, and, and we're not ever going to be completely on the same page because that's the nature of us. But but at least we want to, you know, find points of doctrinal agreement that are important. You know, the, kind of the the high points, so to speak. And, to, and to kind of piggyback a little bit on that too, I, one of the, one of the things that I feel I guess pretty passionate about. I know that it might not be as shared, but um, this document, like once it's done. I know that you're going to have your mem- you know, members are going to read through it and then it's going to get filed away in the in members. And the, the thing about the thing about it is even though it doesn't get read, won't get read very often. And it it's there's going to come a time where wording and clarity are going to become super important. And you don't know when that time is and to have something that is not only concise but articulates precise in a precise way what it is that underpins this church right. um, I, I think especially in a culture right now that is so uh, interested in twisting words mm-hmm. um, to, to use them and to and to weaponize them against you it's just an important thing where you, when we read through um, yeah, don't have to agree on everything 100%, but we do need to at least agree on what it's saying. Yeah. We need to agree 100% on what it's saying there, and even if we're not like, okay, well, you know, I, I don't know about it yeah. you know, personally, as long as it's not a closed-handed issue, you know, we can move forward with it. But um, so, so if we can kind of close this up with a couple of kind of um, um, marching orders, some things that we're going to do, the things that we're going to do. I, when I wanted to share with you the encouraging thing that Dave shared with me, I said, I'm not going to read it, but let me read it. He says, one of the things you might do is talk about how encouraging it is that all these topics are coming up for you to study and think through. No hurry to swallow it at, swallow it all and just move on. This is the stuff of building a church community and whatever you write, there will be better ways to say it or concerns of misunderstanding. Sometimes that can be the point, to bring out the opportunity to talk, mm-hmm. crack the word, and look yeah, together more. Yeah. So... I, so I think, what I would what I would love to just propose is a date and to say, hey, um, we're going to have this thing finalized by this date, and I don't think it needs to be that far in advance because we don't have that many things that we're disagreeing on. And what what date do you guys are you guys comfortable with um, uh, within like how much time how much time do you guys feel like you need? Well, I mean, the first step is getting everyone's feedback. Well, I, know, I, think, so, it'd be, I think it'd be three weeks. Okay. I think we need to do it in like less than a week. Less than a week? Less than a week. And I, let me tell you why. I think we need to do it in less than a week because because their session is ready to, to see what, what we've got. And and I don't, and their session is, they're waiting on us. And, and he actually asked, hey, can I have your bylaws last night? And I said, uh, probably not quite yet, but can we get them to you in a little bit? And he said, yeah, that's fine. So it's not like they are, it's not like they are, you know, all sitting around the table waiting for us to call. But at the same time, what he's saying here that is really good, I think, is that you don't have to swallow all of this stuff and just move on. But we do need something that we can kind of move forward with. 
Um, and so maybe the, maybe the marching orders for everybody around the table, for those of you who want to be a part of the discussion and you're all wanted in this discussion. Can I'd like to push back on that a little bit. I don't, I, I don't feel good about rushing into something because Dave wants us to. Mm -hmm. I, does anyone else feel that way? Yeah, I, I mean, agree. Yeah. I agree. Well, I mean, I, we're, again, if I can push back, we haven't rushed at all. We've been doing this no, for a, month, a couple <laughs> months now. Well, but the, but the actual, so the proposal and then the people that have been, uh, uh, that have volunteered to take on the prospect of absorbing <laughs> the information from the group, synthesizing it, and then, in, and then, Integrating it in properly mm -hmm. in an articulate fashion, texted yesterday. <laughs> yes. Sure. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I'm give not, me two. Give me two weeks. I, I got. I got. I, like, okay. You know, give, give me a couple weeks. I mean, because I, I feel like one. I don't know that all that well. I mean, we should. <laughs> He's got to learn how to tolerate me, and I got to learn how to tolerate him. In three, three, there's nothing wrong with three weeks at all. There's, there's nothing wrong with four weeks. It's, it's just the that um, when I when I look at these issues that are raised up, I'm just not sure what we're going to be talking about for the next three weeks. If everybody gets, if everybody gets out their thoughts, I'd rather, I'd rather under promise and over deliver. Sure. So if I tell you four weeks and I get it to you next week, would you be happy? Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. No, I, this, this I mean, I think that maybe the rest of it's not just, right, right, right. you know, I mean, does, does everyone else, where is pe people at, at looking at the bylaws? And, and do you feel like you already looked at them and you kind of know and you know what points that you need? Or, is it, or do you still need some time to look at it? And, um, I read through them today myself. Um, and... I mean, there's a few things I made little notes about, but there's nothing in here that I, I like, whoa, breaks, you know. Um, yeah, I guess the question, would you join this church? Yes. yes. Yeah. Without any changes? Without Definitely. any changes. Yeah, well, maybe we don't, maybe it's just me. I've, I've read through it. I mean, I went through it really carefully, like two or three weeks ago, and I didn't see anything in there that I really wanted to change, that I thought was worth spending the time to dissect and change. Because I feel like everything was just a, a matter of, oh, well, maybe it means this, but really it already defined it that way, so it kind of covers itself, and we really need that extra sentence. And I felt like that kind of stuff was just kind of, oh, so if there's an extra sentence in there, it doesn't change the actual meaning of what was being said. In my mind, yeah. a lot of the arguments were like that. Yeah, I think that's what I expressed last Thursday, that, I, that my concern was it was just me, possibly, that I'm really the only one that has some issues with it so if that's the case then but Andrew you I don't know I, sh I, sh I share I guess I share some of I, I share some of Thad's uh, disposition on it sure too yeah I mean, I, and that's why honestly that's why you guys are doing this because yeah. because this is this is um, it's not that it's not important to Luke no it's that yeah, I wouldn't, it's, I'm not saying that at all right but that it's the 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 thing is kind of maybe rubbing you in a way that it's not rubbing him it's not really rubbing me and, and we want unity on this. Yeah, so sure. we don't want you to feel like bulldozed at all. And that's why I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll be on record. I'll recant the whole three-week thing. You know, one week, three weeks. <laughs> the, the time thing doesn't, isn't really that important. If you need that much time, you take that much time. I can talk to Dave. That's, yeah. no, that's no problem. Um, I guess there's just, sometimes there's a sense in which some of these things aren't that complicated. We may just disagree on things, and we just have to figure out. But, but that was super I, helpful. I would like to read through. I mean... I haven't read through the comments that you sent yeah. out fully, 
So I would like to go back through those and at least have a chance just to provide input. Yeah. If I feel like, oh, you know what, I didn't think about that way. Maybe I should, maybe we should comment on that. Yeah. So. I think ultimately the important thing is going to be fully understanding what's written down there. Because I think some of the, some of the items in the bylaws are very verbose. I think there's, I think there's, word, there's, they've worded it in such a way where they kind of added things that can maybe lend confusion, like on the cessationism issue. This illusion of cessationism understood that, you know, they said it's, it's no, the, the signs are no longer normative. Okay, we all understand that. Then they kind of piled on a little bit more at the end and it kind of makes you scratch your head and go, okay, where, where exactly are we? The, the, my point is, is I would just want to be very um, familiar with the bylaws so that if a member comes up and goes, hey, listen, I got a question about this, that we don't have to start tap dancing and doing all that. <laughs> right. we, we, we're able to go, this is, this is what it's saying. Right. And, and we've, we've discussed this and we've done all, we've, we've done the hard work, we've rolled our sleeves up. This is what it says. Right. And okay, now I understand I'm good to go they well, go about their yeah. business. That's, that's the only thing. They, it just gets a little wordy sometimes, I think, is all. So. Kirby, what do you think? Um, I, I think it's good to struggle through this. Yeah. You know, if, if for any other reason it's thinking critically and diving deeper and discussing the word and I, I want to be, you know, uh, my, one of the biggest pet peeves I have is when someone says, you always think you're right. I said, well, I hope so. Because if I think I'm wrong, why am I arguing? Yeah. <laughs> like, <I'm, laughs> like, everyone should say, you know, you always think you're right. Yeah. You know, right. I'm open to being that. wrong, but I'm not arguing for the sake of arguing. Right. Um, I'm arguing because I think that this is yeah. worth arguing. Well said. Well said. Especially when, you talk, when you're talking about doctrine. That's, yeah. You know, I respect someone who stands on this, and yeah. I may not agree with them, but boy, they, they stand yeah. on it, and they're... Yep. Firm in it, and we may convince one another differently at some point. But you know, I have a lot more respect for somebody who, right. who stands their ground. Yeah. D, what do you think? Could there be some issues that haven't been brought up yet that could be brought up in the future that could be problematic? Um, so, if I can, if I'm understanding, <laughs> is that a rhetorical question or is that a <laughs> <laughs> what's that? I, I was with you because I, I thought you were saying, can we bring these issues up later? I was going to say yes, of course. <laughs> oh, but no, you're saying, is there like things that are missing that could cause problems? I've mentioned it to you before, and somebody else mentioned it this yeah. evening. Yeah, right. And as a matter of fact, I was watching some videos just this afternoon. Right. That were very informative. It gets yep. right to the heart of the matter, and. You don't know what you don't know. Mm -hmm. Years ago, I didn't know this issue was an issue until someone told me. I went, yeah, right, whatever. And I went. Yeah, do you want to elucidate a little bit on what the issue is? <laughs> being so cryptic. 501c3 churches. At first, I, the idea being against it sounds like you roll your eyes. No, I know I did. But have... You don't know what you don't know. So sure. maybe we should be deliberate and proactive before the issue might come up and get the, you know, the issue out on the, on the floor. <laughs> Have we uh, looked yeah. into that issue? Yeah, good. Well, but, obviously we're not going to solve that yeah. tonight, but that's, that's great feedback. That's something. Uh, Ron, I think you were about to say something. Well, it's 501c3 comment. 
in my opinion, the church spends too much time bowing to civil government. Mm. Of course, that's the way our nation has developed in the last 200 years. The, what was central government, civil government, centralized in D.C. or wherever they met originally, was much smaller, much less intrusive, a radically different government than it is today. We have been party to the changes that have been made. So we can't we can't insist on having it our way because that's the way it would have been 200 years ago. Hmm. But at the same time, every time we have the opportunity, I think we should not bow to civil government. Now, in the case of COVID, what happened in Seattle and Portland in last spring, I suspect there's a real possibility of serious issues coming up over the next year or two. Mm -hmm. And I would tend to argue against being provocative. Mm -hmm. And I, uh, I don't have that big an issue with being a 501c3 church. Sound like I would much, you were, yeah, you were. I would much <laughs> rather not be. I like this guy. But no, I'm no, not no. sure smart not to be in today's society. Okay. Well, that's good. So, so maybe the bylaws need to address 501c3 status. We're certainly not going to start with 501c3 status. That's for sure. Um, how about the rest of the bylaws? Do we feel like do we feel like you can live with them? Do you feel like they need changes? When I read through them, I did not discover any serious problems. I do feel like I need to go back and reread them. Yeah. Uh, and I'll try and do that here yeah. come first of the week. Okay. Um, anyway. Yeah. Good. Well, I it would just... It might be easiest to take my, my not your copy, but the first mm -hmm. copy I sent out and just put your comments in that and send it back. That way I just know where the comments are coming from because I don't want you to have to... And it's more work to erase, you know, when yeah. I try to put your new. So, But you can look at Joe's and see how he did it. I think that was a great way to do it, mm -hmm. just kind of make comments you know, at each. Um, and you don't have to be as wordy as Joe was, so. Don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here we got yeah. the yeah. 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 Got, got an email from Luke? Yeah, that's that's right. good to me. <laughs> I did like well, the Scottish, uh, you know. Yeah, right, the I William Wallace like quote. Yeah, I, like <laughs> took, I took actually a little bit of time to figure out how to just uh, spell that thing. Yeah, I thought that was good. <laughs> Um, you can see him in his room kind of trying to say it. So if I could just encourage Stan and Andrew who are taking up the bur this burden, this is good work. And, you know, uh, don't feel, I mean, just I'm, I'm really appreciative of both of you guys willing to do this. And uh, when most people are in agreement on something and there's a couple of dissenting voices, that can be really, really healthy. Yeah. Um, and so I'm, I'm excited for you guys to do it. And I'll... Starting at 5.30 tomorrow morning? Yes. <laughs> let, let me know when you guys feel like you have a little bit of a, of a date in mind, and then I can kind of pass that on to Dave. Um, you know, kind of when, when you think that you'll have something ready so to... So let me say one thing. I think there's yeah. two levels here. There's maybe one level that we can focus on initially is to getting the bylaws done. But I don't think getting the bylaws done is the only issue here. 
I think there are some discussions that need to take place that are not necessarily in working out the bylaws. Mm. Because, um, like for example, the 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 women in leadership is not really spelled out in the bylaws that sure. I could tell. I mean, I, I looked getting there again, but I don't. It, I mean, it doesn't. There is some hintings at, you know, sure. and, and when I've seen, just watching the service, I kind of got some more hintings at, but I don't right. know exactly where the domination stands. Yeah, and uh, that's that is I think an important issue. Um, yeah, especially when they brought up issues like stealing and stuff. You know, then they leave that out. Yeah. That's kind of interesting. Well, the, the good news about that one is that's a thorny issue, and we don't have to work through a it. Thorny issue? Thorny. You know, you know, just kind of like it's pokey. You know, oh. it's, a, it's a it's an issue that takes takes some work to get through, and we don't have to get through that one yeah. to get through this. Right. That's what I mean. Because I think, but some of those discussions we need to really have before we call a pastor. Because mm. I think we have to be in. I mean, I was just reading through his. Um, I've already noticed some things in his that I was really excited about because it falls in line with something that I've already been thinking. And, um, but I don't know if everyone would think that way. Sure. You know? So I think that's something that we, it'd be good for us to know where everyone stands because as, as we call a pastor, those are some of those, some of those important issues that we need to work out because yeah. if he's going to be leading us in worship, we need to know, you know. I think there was a question in there about whether he likes to sing the Psalms. He said, it, he said something about it's, it's, it's good and we've been called to sing the Psalms, but it's not Required, you know. I mean, they're exclusive. Those, yeah, exclusive. exclusive yeah. So I think there's, you know, just some of those things that yeah. we need to work out as a, as a, you know, founding members that again right. might take place after we've already approved the bylaws and sent them okay. off. You know? so, so that's so kind we'll, of two levels there. So think about other things besides the bylaws that have come up in this that you think need to be worked out. You know? Do we think that? Do we think that this group could have comments to Andrew and Thad by Sunday? Is that, yeah, I mean, I, I would say, yeah, we try to have any comments that we have on this stuff back to them by Sunday. Sun, Sunday gathering, yeah. okay. Sunday night gathering, or? I'm just thinking my next couple days. <laughs> sure. Well, let's like, say this, like let's try to get it by Sunday, it's a little, but, it's it, a little but if you send something to me on Monday, I'm not going to reject it, you know, I mean, just, <laughs> he, he is you'll, get, he he is will, you'll get a demerit, there'll be a demerit <laughs> on the paper. It'll, it'll hold less sway, but still we'll look at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like, I like that, shoot, shoot, shoot for Sunday, if you don't make Sunday, you can still turn it in, but, but we, um, but yeah. let's, let's. I would I would suggest too that we knock these maybe out first with the bylaws. So we can yeah, today, so uh, we'll try to, we'll try to sort out what's a bylaw issue and what's a, yeah. a discussion. Something that maybe needs to be a bylaw issue on the next revision. Right, right. right. That's a good idea. Yeah, and that's the other thing I think to keep in mind that that the bylaws obviously if you look at them, how many revisions have they had? So this is not a permanent document that's never yeah. ever going to change. It's right. But but I I say that with that doesn't mean we want to just flippantly turn it in because we can always change it. But I but I think right. there is a sense of that. There, there definitely are discussions that can be had later that may or may not. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think my I think my formatting, my desire for like better formatting is irrelevant. Like in in that in that regard, I mean the organization, some of the organizational stuff is like that's kind of the moot point. That could, yeah, that could be adjusted if yeah, if so, it perturbed other people. So we'll try to get to them by Sunday, and then you guys will start putting it together, and then next Thursday you just kind of give us a status update as to how yeah. it's going. Yeah. Um, the other thing I was going to do is I'm, I've got I just turned off I've got plenty of this for people to take a hard copy home. I'm not going to forward the MDF out just so it doesn't get lost in the mix. So you guys, need, if you want this, you need to take a hard copy. Um, 
And uh, I, I think I stole this off the like But if you have a problem with us at least initiating an initial interview, okay, so that's so the bar is down here, way down here. All, all we're doing is like reaching out to, to get to get to know them. Um, try and read through it and, and let me know before I let Yoast know to, to connect us. Let me know if you see something that's like, hey, I don't want to, you know, I think that there's this problem here. Okay, we're not talking to interview, we're just talking like mm -hmm. establishing contact. Yeah. yeah, exactly, right? Yeah, I, yeah. I hate the ready, fire, aim yeah. Yeah. Exactly. situation. Yeah. Where has, has he talked to, when are they going to interview for elders and stuff? I know you've already put your name forward. Yeah, they're working on this. They're, they're kind of they're, they're working on this. They're waiting on this. Oh, I they're think. waiting on that. I think, okay. I think okay. the elder discussion and the bylaws discussion okay. are, are kind of connected up. Right on, okay. Uh, but I'll ask him on that because I'll let him know that we're going to need a little bit more time on the bylaws and what that's going to do in terms of interviewing for elders. So we've got lots of homework. Name. Possible pastor. The name was, sounds so easy now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What else? Yeah. Yeah. What's happening there? We should talk to Roll the dice. Head and tail on the Great. Exactly. How come I was the only one that asked if you had to vote now? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to start. Andrew, do you want to close this prayer? Sure. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you so much for a robust conversation and the ability to fellowship with uh, godly men we thank you for and and ladies and lord we pray that uh, you would just help us to um to help us to have wisdom help us to have humility mm -hmm. provide us with the the grace that is necessary uh not only for our salvation lord but also for um being uh having the fruits of the spirit exemplified in our attitudes and in our discussions lord and we thank you so much for um the great work that was uh, that was done here tonight because of you and we pray that you would continue to work on our hearts change us sanctify us and bring us closer to you and closer to each other in your son's holy name amen amen amen, amen. amen. thanks ben